Hello, I'm Larry Turnbull, and welcome to Handy Around the House. This show can be heard at this time during the odd months of each year. We alternate with Laura Legendary with Legendary Insights, which can be heard at this time on the even months of the year. Welcome to part two of Handy Around the House. This week I will be talking about making sure your air conditioner is ready for summer. And here's a few tips that I will go over before I go into my demo of actually checking my air conditioner to make sure that it will be ready when summer's heat really comes a calling. Those of you in the south are probably already running your air conditioners full blast. Those of you in the southern U.S. and those of you in the Midwest and the Northeast and places like that, you probably have had a few days where you had to run the air just to cool things off so you could sleep at night, but overall we haven't had to run it 24-7 yet because we've had some cool snaps come through, and as I record this, we've got a cool front that's already moved through here in the Midwest, so uh, air conditioning's not needed at this point, but it won't be long before that summer heat really kicks in and we'll need it. Okay, without further ado, here we go. If you have a window unit air conditioner, here's a couple things you can do to check it to make sure it's ready. Uh, if you had a cover on it over the winter months, uh, now's a good time to go ahead and remove that uh, cover. And if you had it stored away during the winter months, uh, now's a good time to get a friend of yours to uh, help you get it installed or reinstalled in the window of your choice that uh, you would like it to be in to cool whatever room in the house you wish it to cool. And you'll want to make sure that the filter is clean. You want to make sure that the that the condenser coil is clean as well and the drip pan. These can easily be accessed by taking off the front panel of the air conditioner and look at the manual that comes with your air conditioner to see how to remove that panel. Some you can easily unclip and remove. Others you may have to remove screws to gain access to the inside of the unit. Behind the front panel you'll find the filter and many filters nowadays are actually reusable so you can wash them with uh, warm water and a mild soap detergent or white vinegar that would uh, actually help as well. And you can also uh, clean the, the uh, condenser coil with the canned air. You've got those aerosol cans that you uh, can spray air out of, you know, like to clean your computer keyboards and such. That'll work the same way with cleaning the condenser coils. Now, if the condenser coils are really caked with dirt, then you may have to use um, something like a, a rag or something like that to get the dirt off. You don't want to bend the coil fins. If you do, you can use like a thin comb to uh, straighten them out, but be extremely careful when handling that. Also, make sure the drip pan is clean because that's where the condensation gathers and of course the drip pan is located inside the unit at the bottom 
and usually towards the back of the unit. <clears throat> now, central air conditioning. Most of us have that. Central air conditioning, things you can do, of course, and I will be demonstrating this. Uh, you need to make sure the filter's clean. And some people, especially in the north, like to cover the outside unit with an air conditioner cover or something to protect it from the harsh winter weather that uh, usually happens across the north. So now's a good time to go ahead and remove that cover and make sure the unit is clear of any debris such as tree branches, insect nests, and that sort of thing. And also, you want to make sure that the inside unit, which is usually your furnace, uh, make sure the filter's clean and everything's in working order there. And of course, if you don't feel comfortable going inside these units to uh, check things out, by all means, feel free to call a professional to come check it out for you. But a lot of these are pretty basic. I won't be going into uh, any electrical wiring or anything like that on these units. That, um, unless you really know what you're doing with electricity, that you need to leave to the pros. Also, if you have a programmable thermostat, which I'm sure many of us do, I, for one, have the talking thermostat that you can get from talkingthermostats.com. And you want to make sure that the batteries are fresh. I usually replace the batteries once a year, and that's usually sufficient in uh, keeping that thermostat functional. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and go into the demonstration of making sure the air conditioner is ready for summer. In my case, I have a typical central air conditioning system with a gas furnace. Uh, it's pretty basic. It's an older unit, as you'll hear me talk about during the demo. And if you have a heat pump, most of this will apply the same way. Uh, each unit has a different way that you would access the filter, some you just remove the grill of your return vent which is usually located either on the wall or on the floor uh, you just re remove that grill and the filter is located behind there or underneath some units you'll have to remove the panel off the unit it could either be the bottom the top it all depends on your unit each one is different so let's go into the demo now and I'll show you a few tips and tricks. Okay, with HVAC systems, of course with central air, you'll have your indoor handler, which is the indoor unit that distributes your heat and your cool air throughout your house. And then you have the outdoor unit, which is the, many techs will call it the condenser. And that, of course, handles getting your hot air out of the house. And if you just have a conventional heating and air conditioning system, the uh, outdoor unit will not be used during wintertime. Now, if you have a heat pump, that's a different story. It will be used. And before I go any further, I'm going to make this disclaimer now. If you're listening to this show 
outside of the United States, any electrical systems or heating and air systems will very likely be different in your area. I know, for example, in the UK, they use a uh, 240 volt system with 50 hertz. Here in the US, they use, uh, for most appliances, it's uh, 115 to 120 volt uh, system with 60 hertz. Now, for things like air conditioners, uh, electric heat, stove, electric stoves, uh, electric dryers, and electric water heaters, those are 240 volts. So, it, and it, it, like I said, it will vary in your country. Uh, before doing any of this type of work, um, please make sure you read up on all the codes and make sure you understand what goes into these systems before you uh, attempt to tackle them. And of course, if you don't feel comfortable doing it, by all means, uh, hire a licensed professional. Okay, I'm at the indoor handler or the furnace here in the basement. And what we're going to do is we're going to access the air filter and make sure it's clean and ready to use. And in this case, with this particular furnace, the air filter is accessed by removing the bottom panel and accessing it that way. Your unit, your unit may be different, so be sure to check it carefully. Some will have a slide-out panel where you can access the filter. Some will have the filter located just behind the return vent, which is the vent that's usually on the wall that would pull in the uh, air and even some you may have to remove the top panel none no units the same so but, but this particular unit is pretty easy to get to the bottom panel is uh, how I'll access it and I can just pop it out like so set it aside and behind this panel this is a uh, this is an older furnace. It's a gas furnace with the uh, air conditioning uh, coil inside the uh, plenum, which is the main duct supply that goes up to the vents to, to carry the, either the heat or the air conditioning up to the rest of the uh, living area. Now, this older furnace, it's an old Singer furnace. They don't even make these anymore. But, you know, I live in an apartment, I do rent, and if you rent, there's only so much you can do. I mean, the landlord has to take care of the rest of it, but we can do the basic stuff just to make sure things are good. And what I'll do, I'll go ahead and remove the filter, which is on the left side of this furnace. And things look pretty good. They recommend you replace these filters twice a year. You know, once in the spring and once in the fall. Now, I recommend if you have um, dogs and cats or if you're sensitive to allergies, that sort of thing, I would recommend replacing these filters a little more often, probably once every three months. And, of course, if you're sensitive to allergies, you want to make sure you get a filter that uh, can catch a lot of the micro dust that uh, could easily float around. 
So, and this particular furnace, it's an old one that has the uh, belt-driven blower. The motor's at the bottom of the unit, and then there's a belt that drives the squirrel cage that uh, gets the uh, arrow going up there. So, and this filter just slides in. We'll just make sure it's even with the hole that's uh, with the revert return vent pipe. That looks good. Then we'll go ahead and put this panel back on. There. Now, next thing we'll do, head outside again and check the outside unit, make sure there's no leaves or branches or anything that would uh, prevent the uh, flow of uh, the flow of air around there because the unit definitely needs ventilation in order to perform correctly. Alright, we're back outside. I'm going to head over to the outdoor unit here and have a look. making sure there's no debris or anything. I'm not going to open this unit up. Um, this is something maintenance will have to deal with, but there's definitely preventative measures you can do to make sure everything's flowing good. Okay, everything looks pretty clear. Fortunately, there's no close trees to this unit. What I'm going to do next is I'm going to go ahead and turn on the air to see how well it's going to perform because if there is a problem you'd rather know about it when the weather is mild you don't want to wait till it's 90 degrees with uh, dew point in the 70s or 80s and find out uh, your air conditioner is not functioning good you probably hear my cat and I have one of these talking thermostats that you can get from TalkingThermostats.com and we'll go ahead and check this gonna go ahead and flip it to cool okay probably heard motor come on at least I did so first thing we're gonna do I already know the indoor handle is working pretty well because that's been working well all winter for the heat. I'm going to go out here to the outside unit again. And as you can probably hear it now, okay, I can tell the fan is doing what it's supposed to. I can hear the compressor. There's a unique buzzing sound that the compressor makes when it's uh, running. 
everything looks good out here. I'm going to go back inside and check the airflow to see if the air is getting cool or not. If you find that if everything's running, but yet the air out of the vent is not getting cold, then you've got probably a, a refrigerant or a Freon leak. And if you got that, then it's time to call the pros. Because you have to be licensed to handle a refrigerant. They won't even sell it to you. Okay, here's the vent here. And it looks like the air is definitely getting cooler, so that's a very good sign. And of course, ceiling fans are another nice thing to have, as well as window fans. Ceiling fans I like to use either on a mild day or a warm day. Using a ceiling fan along with the air conditioning does help uh, cool things off where you don't have to run the air as much. That can definitely save on your power bills. And the window fans, if you have, you know, your warm days and, but, you know, if your nights are cool, then putting a fan in the window and drawing in that uh, cool air at night does help cool a house down where you don't have to use the air conditioning as much, which would be nice. So that concludes these two demos for your spring and summer maintenance tasks. Glad you could tune in to listen, and be sure to catch us on the podcast. Hope you enjoyed that demo of making sure an air conditioner is ready for the summer heat. A couple of tips I forgot to mention in the earlier part of the show. One, if you are going to be working inside any of these units... Make sure the unit is off, and even make sure the power of it's turned off if you know you're going to be exploring near the electrical compartments of these units, because you don't want to end up with a nasty shock. <laughs> uh, that would ruin your day for sure. And like I said, make sure the unit is off, because you definitely don't want to be reaching in there when the blower is going, because you don't want to get your hand caught up in the squirrel cage of the unit. Uh, that would ruin your day as well. And as I mentioned in the la the first episode of this sh this uh, handy around the house, if you're working outside and you're working with the outside unit, um, look out for any nests of you know bees or spiders or ants or anything like that. Uh, you want to make sure the unit is clear of those. Because uh, if you disturb those nests and they're occupied, uh, that will ruin your day as well. Um, I've been stung by bees and bitten by ants, and it's not fun. Um, I speak from experience on that. So with that, um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Next week, I will be replaying part one of this series, which was Windows Screen Repair. And then, of course, in June, Laura Legendary will be back with Legendary Insights right here on ACB Radio Mainstream at this very same time, same place. Ciao.
You can catch Handy Around the House via podcast by going to acbradio.org slash house.xml. That's acbradio.org slash h-o-u-s-e dot x-m-l. And thank you for listening.